0: twin girls accidentally discover something ominous lurks within the walls of their local high school. Something so sinister it terrorizes them each time they walk through the front door. Listen to this story and discover the secret of the haunted high school, and the secret that the girls were asked not to reveal to the other students. I'm Mr. Ominous. And I'm Dr. Grimm. Covering shocking histories and darkest mystery. From the undeniable facts to personal experience, our channel covers all things Ominous and grim. Good evening, Mr. Ominous here. We've all heard scary stories of haunted houses or cursed grounds. But our story tonight does not concern a ghost-ridden building or its lot, but rather mischievous ghosts roaming around inside of a high school back in the mid-1990s. Nowadays, this high school stands empty and abandoned. But the following tale takes place while the school was still an active site of learning. If you're a fan of shocking history and dark mystery, you've come to the right place. Find our next episode on your platform by following this podcast, share it with a friend and give us a review. Join a community of avid listeners at ominousandgrim.com for bonus content and benefits. That's O-M-I-N-O-U-S-A-N-D-G-R-Y-M-M.com. And now back to our story. The twin women who submitted the story say they prefer to remain anonymous. In 1993, Jennifer and Jenna were just twin girls in the 10th grade. They were bright, active students that enjoyed going to school and participating in gloves and other activities. They had many close friends and did well in their studies. Both worked hard and planned to go to college after graduation. Being identical twins didn't stop the girls from having very different interests. Each had a definite plan for the path they wanted their lives to take. Jenna wore her hair long and curly. She loved designer clothes and trying out new styles and makeup. Jenna wanted to be a career woman, but eventually decided to pursue an exciting career as a clothing designer. On weekends, Jenna and her Nana would go shopping at high-end stores to study the popular designs. Her Nana, a fashionable dresser herself, taught Jenna how to become a masterful shopper and find the best possible deals. Jenna was the artist of the two. In just a couple of minutes, she could sketch the exact likeness of a person, or a pet. She completely amazed friends and family with her beautiful artwork, especially drawings of retro fashions of years past. Jennifer dressed very well like her sister, but she loved sporty, more comfortable clothes, and she loved shoes, especially the unique kinds of sneakers. Jennifer's very sensitive nature displayed itself in her love for animals. Wherever she went, animals gravitated to her like magic. On some occasions, even wild animals. She spent a long time on her mountain bike or skateboard performing amazing tricks. Jennifer played the flute in the school band and spent a couple of her high school years as a majorette. But her favorite was drama class. Both girls spent most of their time studying hard and working on school projects. That didn't leave them a lot of time for socializing. The twins also shied away from drinking and substance abuse. They didn't reject or disrespect those classmates that chose that sort of lifestyle. Both twins just never had time or interest for those activities. Theirs was a small town, so small that all the neighbors knew each other on a first name basis. People waved and nodded to each other on the street, and crime hardly existed. It was a wonderful place to spend one's childhood. Their mother worked as an accountant for a local business, and their father owned his own company. They were busy, industrious people. Their family lived in a well-maintained house not far from the high school. The tree-lined streets of their neighborhood featured beautiful lawns and landscaping. Bright yellow daffodils bloomed in flower beds in the spring, purple foxgloves and ruffled petunias in the summer, and bronze-colored chrysanthemums glowed like lanterns in the dusty autumn days. Even though they lived so close to the school, Jenna didn't want to walk the classes wearing her beautiful clothes and super expensive shoes. So their parents would drop them off at the school super early in the mornings, then they would drive on to work. Jenna and Jennifer's mom counted some of the office ladies and teachers in the school as her good friends. These women came in much earlier in the morning than the other students just to get everything prepared for the daily lessons. The twins' mom arranged for the teachers and staff to let the girls come in early and sit quietly in their homeroom and study. They would study until the other students arrived, then the day's classes would start. Very early in the morning, one of the teachers would unlock the front doors of the school and let the twins in to wait, sometimes for more than an hour. The girls would sit in an empty classroom until the rest of the classmates arrived. They'd study their lessons for the day or just sit and talk. Sometimes they would go into the vending room and buy a soda or a snack. Everything worked out well for a while, however not long after the first week of school started in late summer, the girls discovered something strange happening at their high school. The building had been constructed in the late 1960s and wasn't terribly old as far as schools go. Remember this story took place in the mid-1990s. Two stories tall, the building sprawled out like a giant spider with many twists and turns. Built solidly of brick and cement with old-fashioned asphalt tile floors, the building contained many long and twisting hallways that seemed to stretch forever in a tangled maze. Because of the high ceilings, any sound made in these halls echoed loud and long. And worst of all, these creepy hallways never had adequate lighting, which created many dim corners and an eerie atmosphere. Filled with loud and sometimes rowdy teenagers during school hours, the shadowy halls didn't seem so spooky. But when the crowds left for the day, the atmosphere radically changed. The first week Jennifer and Jenna walked into the empty classroom and turned on the lights. All seemed quiet and peaceful. But during the beginning of the second week, things took a very bizarre turn. It started one morning when the twins heard laughter echoing in the hallway. Did you hear that? whispered Jenna. She put down the book she'd been reading. Both girls turned and looked at the door of the classroom. Just then, they heard running footsteps in the hall. The sound echoed loudly in the silence and continued further down the hall. Jennifer stood up from her desk. I'm going to go see what's going on out there. Jenna grabbed her sister by the wrist. No, please don't. Don't go out there. Jenna's face looked so terrified that Jennifer sat back down. She stared at her sister. Even Jenna's golden hoop earrings shook as she trembled so hard. So Jenna sat there while the footsteps passed again before the classroom door. Both twins watched the open doorway but saw nothing. Nothing visible past the open door. Jennifer suddenly sprang to her feet. She ran across the room and slammed the door shut. That will keep them out, she cried. But the noises continued on the other side of the door. Loud footsteps ran up and down the length of the hall. The girls sat there huddled together until more students and the homeroom teacher arrived. The twins didn't say one word about what they just witnessed, for fear their fellow students would think them crazy. Or just in case someone had played a joke on them. However, the next morning, the same thing happened. Running footsteps in the hall and wild laughter. But it sounded like two sets of feet this time. Also from the far end of the building came the sound of someone bouncing a basketball on the hard tile floor. This time, Jennifer insisted on looking out into the hall and seeing what was exactly out there. It has to be one of the guys trying to creep us out, she insisted. It has to be. It's a ghost, cried Jenna. She nervously twisted a lock of her long hair over her shoulder. Don't go out there, Jen. I've got to go or this thing will drive us crazy for sure. I'm sure there's a good explanation. I'm coming with you then. I'm not sitting here alone, her sister declared. She leaped to her feet. Well, take off those clacking high heels so we won't make any sound, Jennifer said. Jenna took off her shoes. Then the two girls crept to the door and cautiously peeked out into the hallway. They saw nothing at all. Let's go down to the office and see what's going on in there, Jennifer whispered. The twins tiptoed cautiously into the hall, their feet silent on the tiles. Slowly, they moved down the hall into the school office. Lights glowed brightly behind the glass window partition, and the girls peeked inside. The office lady sat placidly before their separate computers, rapidly typing. One woman busily made copies on a machine. Rather loud music could be heard playing in the background. No one looked up from their work as the girls peered through the glass. They didn't look the least bit frightened or alarmed. I don't think they heard anything, whispered Jennifer. Yeah, I don't think so, agreed Jenna. Cautiously, they crept back to the empty classroom and shut the door. Jenna had just put her high-heeled shoes back on when suddenly out in the hall came the sound of locker doors rattling loudly. Oh no, Jenna moaned. Jennifer sprang to her feet and slunk over to the door as quietly as possible. She opened the door slightly and peered through the crack. The dimly lit hall appeared empty, but then the locker doors rattled again this time with Jennifer looking straight at them, and no one was there. The sound of crazy laughter echoed eerily down the hall, and running footsteps pounded past the door. Jennifer suddenly felt a strange breeze on her face as the invisible person ran past the doorway. She gasped. Shaking, Jennifer stepped back into the classroom and firmly shut the door. A few moments passed before she could speak. No one was there, she said to Jenna. Not a soul. Did you see the locker doors moving? Jenna asked. Yes, Jennifer replied. She tried to keep her voice from quivering with fear. Ghost? Jenna gasped. It has to be ghost. What else could it be? Jennifer shook her head. Later that day, right after school, the twins sat at the kitchen table in their house with snacks and sodas. They discussed the ghost situation. I can't believe the office ladies and teachers don't hear anything in the mornings. We can't be the first ones to witness all these spooky sounds, declared Jenna. Maybe that's why they sit in the office with all the loud music playing, so they won't hear all the sounds. And that copy machine is pretty loud, too. It drowns even the music out, Jennifer replied. I think we should tell somebody, Jenna said. What good would it do? The school would still be haunted. And there's a chance no one would even believe us, Jennifer replied. They'll think we're nuts or high on drugs. Jenna sighed. There must be something we can do. I've never been this scared in my entire life. I can't stand the thought of going back there tomorrow morning. I've even been thinking about skipping school. Except that would put me really behind in my work. Mom and Dad would probably find out as well. Maybe we should just walk to school instead of being dropped off early, Jennifer suggested. Please not that, Jenna shook her head. Walking outside in all sorts of weather is the quickest way to ruin your shoes and your clothes. And I love wearing heels. She thrust out her foot to prove her point. Jennifer agreed. No one could walk home in those high heels and actually live the tell the tale Too bad our parents won't let us have a car until next year. You could always get a ride from Billy Ray. He has offered to drive you to school plenty of times, Jennifer smirked. She picked up her sandwich and bit into it, her eyes dancing with mischief. Jenna drew herself up totally erect in her seat. I will never ride with Billy Ray, she hissed, no matter if the devils were chasing after me. Jenna giggled. She loved kidding her sister about Billy Ray Crowder, who obviously had a huge crush on her. Too bad he was the school's bad boy. Jennifer thought he was rather handsome, but he drove an ancient black Cadillac that just looked like a creepy old hearse. She wouldn't want to ride in that car either. The next morning, it was business as usual. As far as the spooks were concerned, if anything, more footsteps pounded down the hallways, and other sounds grew much louder. Now the girls heard books dropping, giggling, loud pops and thumps. Locker doors creeped open and banged shut. Basketballs bounced very loudly and invisibly on the floor. Once it sounded like something large made a glass shattered. The twins jerked violently in their desks at the horrible sound. Jenna's book fell from her hands and she shuddered. I can't take much more of this, she whimpered to her sister. She put her head down on her desk and began to cry. Jennifer agreed. All those ghostly sounds made her nervous too. But she wanted to stay strong for her sister's sake. She patted Jenna on the back and tried to comfort her as best as she could. Look Jenna, don't let these ghosts get you down. We don't have to feel afraid. I think they want us to feel scared. But I am afraid, Jennifer. I'm terrified. I I don't know what to do about it. There's probably nothing we can do. Except not be afraid of them. I think they're harmless. They haven't actually hurt us in any way, you know? They sound like a bunch of rowdy kids just having fun out there. Jenna sat up and carefully wiped the tears from her cheeks. That's true, she said at last. After all, it's just weird sounds. So why should we be afraid of sounds? Jennifer shrugged her shoulders and grinned. And don't cry anymore, or you'll just ruin your makeup. Jenna laughed. Suddenly the door to the classroom opened and several students came into the room. The twins smiled and nodded at the others. Jenna bent over and picked up her fallen book, and they turned back to their work. Another typical school day had just begun. That afternoon, when all the classes were over, Jennifer stepped into the school's office. The lady at the front desk, Miss Patterson, looked up from her computer and smiled. "'Can I help you, Jennifer?' she said. "'I... I have a question I need to ask you,' Jennifer glanced around to make sure no one else was in hearing distance. For once, no one else was in sight. "'My sister and I come in very early in the morning. Our parents drop us off before going to work.' Miss Patterson nodded. Yes, I know about that. Your mom asked the staff to let you come in early as a favor to her. How is your mom, by the way? Is she doing well? Quite well, thank you, Jennifer replied. Now what is it you need to ask me, Miss Patterson asked. I... Jennifer hesitated, trying to force the words out of her mouth. I wanted to ask you about... About the... The ghosts... That... That haunt this school... My sister and I hear them every morning. Some of them are very noisy. She hesitated. Not knowing how to go on, she bit her bottom lip. Oh, that. Miss Patterson frowned. But she didn't look at all surprised. Yes, this school is definitely haunted. We've been aware of that fact for years. I've heard lots of strange sounds. Invisible kids running down the hall, locker doors opening and slamming by themselves. All kinds of weird sounds in, in the background. How do you deal with it? jennifer asked it's so creepy and it's driving me and my sister crazy well the staff knows what's going on out in the hallways here in the office we just try to keep busy and make lots of noise ourselves to cover the ghostly sounds we play music too that drowns out the disturbance jennifer nodded her head in agreement her shoulders sagged with a relief and she sighed my sister and i well we've been terrified she'd admitted miss patterson smiled They, whoever or whatever they are, they won't hurt you. I know. I've worked here for over 15 years and I've never been hurt. I've only heard the loud noises. That's such a relief, Jennifer said. Just do me a favor and don't mention the ghosts to the rest of the students here. It would only scare a lot of the kids and not to mention just cause a lot of trouble. The older woman shook her head. I won't, Jennifer promised. I'll tell you what. Every morning, I'll play the office music over the intercom in your homeroom. It's pretty loud. You girls listen to the music, keep the door to the classroom shut, then focus your mind on your studies and homework. If you can't hear the ghost, you won't feel so scared, Miss Patterson grinned. A look of reassurance passed over Jennifer's pretty face. Thank you so much, she exclaimed. And from there, that's exactly what happened. If you've enjoyed this episode of Ominous and Grim, and want more shocking histories and dark mystery, don't forget to follow this podcast, share this episode to your friends, and review us on your favorite platform. Finally, sign up at ominousandgrim.com for members-only benefits. That's O-M-I-N-O-U-S-A-N-D-G-R-Y-M-M.com. And until next episode, don't look behind you.